0: Thank you for tuning in to Sense Per Mile. I'm your host, Charles Gracie. And I'm your co-host, Paul Gibson. Uh, Just before we get started, like every time, if you could, like, subscribe, rate wherever you watch or listen to your podcasts. And... uh, Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about some pretty interesting stuff, but first we're going to hit up a bit of news. Hey Josh, what do we got today? Today we've got three
1: news uh, segments, articles, whatever you want to call them, all provided by cdllife.com, so you can always click on there and actually read more into these that we're going to be talking about. The first one, gentlemen, caught my eye. It is the world's first self-driving trucking company. I know (laughs) what you're thinking. I want to hear your thoughts.
2: Let me hear it. First one, off the cuff we already have self-driving trucking companies and there's not even that many of these trucks on the road
0: well so when you look at this they're actually ordering 800 of them um one caveat to that is it says they should be available in 2025 uh but people are still waiting on their tesla trucks so i just i feel like the progression of these things coming out is just slower and slower even if they're not actual tesla
2: Honestly though, the Tesla trucks, I mean, they were gonna be delayed after that nice little demonstration of the glass is unbreakable. Oh yeah. The, Bam. The, yeah. The the <laughs> side when was of the window. when
1: was the, when was it actually announced, the Tesla, you know, trucks? When were they actually announced? How long oh, has it been? Shit. I don't know. It sounds like, like it's years? a trucking
2: trivia question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's
0: been a or is Dooner. <laughs> right. Um, but that being said, um you know you know what I find the most interesting about this is is you know, everybody's favorite slur for drivers who don't do anything or, or, you know, whatever is steering wheel holders. But, I mean, when you when you read the article, they actually talk about how there still will be drivers manning the trucks. Um, you want to talk about a, a way to pay drivers even less, that's definitely a way.
2: Two, everybody's going to be a steering wheel holder. You know what, though? I was reading this briefly, uh, and I saw the part where it was talking about... The main stretch will be done by these. And then in the local pickup and deliveries, that's going to be done by a human being, a real driver. Uh, so my question is, is if you're picking up this load from this autonomous truck and then you basically drive in a couple blocks or a couple miles to deliver it, do you still have to sit there for free for the first two hours?
0: <laughs> that's That's actually a very good observation. <laughs> that is... That yeah, is
1: uh, that is pretty base. That that brings up my argument that actually ties into this other news article is so if you're driving or not even driving, I'm sorry, if you're the, if you're the steering wheel holder in this vehicle, and it crashes, and which I think we've touched on before, are is the driver going to be responsible or is it the company, because. You know, I, I've got another article. I just want to ask your thoughts on that before I pass to that other one. I There's going to be a know.
2: nuclear verdict somewhere down the line that defines which way that goes. But I think somehow they're going to find a m- mutated, disgusting way to blame the driver that's not driving the truck.
0: What, what do you mean? Like the driver is in there almost strictly for liability purposes at that point. It's going <laughs> to just be the on company. the company. You get to blame it's the driver. Going, oh, yeah. It's going to be on the driver.
1: Well, and Charles even pointed it out. So drivers will be riding in, you know, in the truck, and they're not getting paid for those couple hours. It's like, so it's just more. I mean, they're already sleeping in the truck, being the security guard, not getting paid for overnight, you know, because the truck's not moving. So it's now they're just a security guard longer
2: not getting paid. There's just so many questions, because the way they made it sound is it's going to get dropped. And then a man woman truck driver locally is going to pick it up and deliver it and there's detention to factor in and what happens if that autonomous truck is late like do you get detention because it's running late while you're waiting for it. i mean there's going to be a lot of gray area when this first happens i'm not sure i'd be booking my top dollar freight with this company until i see it work for a little bit
1: yep well, the other news article I have uh, is it kind of ties in what I was talking about is the driver going to be responsible is there is a driver who is facing uh, a serious felony after getting into a crash, adjusting his radio and having yes. a deadly crash.
2: This is uh, driving one on one distracted driving. A lot of people think uh, it's restricted to your phone and it's not um, there, there are some companies out there where you're not even allowed to to be drinking something while driving because they want your hands on the wheel. They don't want you fiddling with nothing. There's zero cell phone policy, meaning not even through a Bluetooth, um, not adjusting the radio. There's companies, there's AI involved in a lot of these dash cams watching drivers right now um, that can trigger. Uh, I actually saw on LinkedIn today, there was a company that was actually out there boasting about it, uh, how they monitor their drivers. So even if the driver doesn't get pulled over for speeding if they see they're speeding more than a mile or two over that they're going to call them and correct them and tell them what to do better mm. so <laughs> i see paul's face right
0: so he you know he failed to slow for traffic caused a chain reaction caused one car to get catch fire it was a terrible accident mm-hmm. yeah here's my question though and and i'm still a huge 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 on this right so he did take a blood draw and there was marijuana in his blood. Mm. Um, but that doesn't mean he was high. We got to get better at testing. For That's that. true. We've, we right. talked about that on another episode yep. about that. Yeah. Anyway, that was silly. We can go to the third news story now. I just All right. Was- so the
1: third one is a little more lighthearted. Uh, the internet fell in love with this old school truck driver. Uh, it went viral on TikTok, it got about 3.6 million views. In under a week, you can see the old school driver is uh, still slinging chains. Uh, Some of the comments were really sweet from uh, the driving community on the videos. Some of them are saying if they see an old school, you know, timer still doing it, they'll try to tie the load down for them or ask if they would like it. Um, A lot of people are saying he's backed up more miles than most people have driven forward, which is probably (laughs) accurate. Uh, A lot of people are saying real truck driver uh, probably can secure a load better than any of these new young drivers, which is probably 100 percent true. As well as everyone saying old school, cool. God bless him. So I thought uh, you know our viewers and you guys would think that's that's pretty awesome. That's I, awesome. I, I, I don't even know how old this guy is, but he's been, my he's, only, he's been doing it for a while.
0: My only, my only, because I have to have an issue, right? My only issue. <laughs> you have is, many uh, issues, Paul, but we love right, you. Right. Well, issue with this is like I really hope that that guy's driving for fun. Mm. Cause if he's not, that's so sad.
1: It it is. And well, and the the sad part is you're you're probably right. That it, it could go fifty fifty that either he just loves it and it's what he's done for so long, or he can't retire.
2: Retire. Have you uh, seen what is, they're getting paid nowadays with all these pay cuts? That's what I'm
0: saying. Yeah. So it's like, oh my god, that's adorable. But also like I went through
2: Walmart I kind went to sad. Walmart the other day, and I uh, was talking to a guy, and I was wearing one of my trucking shirts, and he's like, oh, you're in trucking? And I told him what I did, and he's like, yeah, I used to drive, and I took a job as a Walmart greeter because I have to make ends meet. And I'm like, this guy's like 80-something years old. You've done paid your dues. We got to talk, and he had done this for over 50 years. It's a long time, man. I'm like, mm. And he still has to be a greeter at Walmart. Yeah yeah i mean i get it it's a rough economy tight margins um you got to do what you got to do for the whole get the company through the finish line you know anyone that's been in that position understands that but i think this is more historically an issue as an industry where we have just not paid enough we have not put enough out there um i'm not well and it's very
0: rare that that you 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 have companies or anybody setting people up you know they 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 give this, you know. Obviously, they get paid for it, but they they give you that much of their time. But there's nothing in place to set them up for success for the future, because uh, eventually you get to a point where you're not going to be able to get a med card. Uh, you but you get, get a sticker a on your where... truck, <laughs> right? <laughs> but what I'm but what I'm saying is is that like eventually, like people have to get out of the truck. You either get out of the truck or
2: you you know. Do you anyway, get to keep the but... sticker when you get out of the truck? I don't know. I'm how telling you, you mean, man, listen, I, you? I, I've driven, uh, you and I have had these discussions. I'm not gonna go down too far down that rabbit hole. But what I will say in this is at some jobs when you retire you get a Rolex, you get a nice severance. Drivers, they just get kicked out of the truck and then they're going to Walmart to be a greeter, or you're this guy, and I mean, this guy's awesome. But uh I'd like to think that we could set our folks up a little bit better than this, where they don't have to be slanging chains. Like this guy should actually, someone should give this guy a job setting up the new drivers to know how to do this right, and he never has to leave home. I will tell you, I would uh, really like to
1: see. Uh, maybe we should uh, talk to some people uh, on the back end here. I would, I would love to see this gentleman at something that's coming up. We're talking about the CDL Life Summit, gentlemen. Oh yeah, uh, it is coming up. We are excited for it. Uh, that's really what we're touching on today. Um, I'll let you gentlemen take it away. you know, maybe we'll see that uh older gentleman and one in the future fingers crossed that would be kinda awesome. <laughs> I-, I would love to hear his stories. He probably would uh just go for hours you know uh, <laughs> Good ones. I'd be curious if he if
2: he's grumpy or, or happy about it i i I, I mean know. he's
1: been in trucking bro he's probably grumpy as hell, so but that's that's <laughs> if not, if not there's
2: a chance you know you could be on the s a p list if you're happy about what's going on in trucking. <laughs>
0: Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, no. So that summit's coming pretty, coming up pretty. Uh, I'm happy pretty fast. about that. That's pretty yeah, exciting. It's in, in August, it'll it'll be a good time. Uh, so yeah. So we figured we'd go over today. We'd go over some of the topics that we're we're covering at the summit. Um, things we're excited and, about. Yeah, things we're, we're excited about. Like uh, Charles has got some little bourbon speakeasy thing that he's got set up, so you can go drink bourbon with Charles if you're into that. Uh, I think there's cigars too. That's exciting. And if you stick around too close to the end, we have a
1: uh, discount code, I believe, to give our viewers and listeners. That is true. So, yeah. Take it away, Charles, what are you most excited about coming up in Summit, as well as some of the things uh, that people can expect to see?
2: So I'm big on the industry. I'm big about networking. So obviously I'm really excited about the hot seat services, Speakeasy. Um, but if I put that aside, just that benefit right there of that networking opportunity, The content that we're bringing this year is hard hitting. It's heavy. I mean, this has been a rough year for a lot of carriers. And this summit is going to address some of those issues, some of the best practices, and some of the things that can help them make it out to the other side of this where they still have a company and it's successful during this downturn of a time.
0: Yeah, I think it's really interesting the topics that were picked this year, you know, like, because you do go to a lot of. Uh, conferences and stuff and you hear a lot of like hey make sure you're calling your match leads first and you know like that kind of thing and well that stuff's important you know and you know certain phrases that get repeated over and over at all, at all of these things uh, it's really interesting to see that a lot of this is actually taking um, a different direction than you would normally see at a lot of these conferences such as you know, freight outlooks, Um, but what that means on, you know, what what the industry looks like on a macro level uh, to then look at what it looks like on just a recruiting level. Um, I think that that's huge. And I mean, especially in such an uncertain time, uh, I think that's going to be a a pretty big deal, especially, you know, Tim Crawford knows what he's talking about.
2: Yeah. I mean, So. so Tim's talking about recruiting and retention trends. I mean, who doesn't want to know where this stuff's trending and what better place to talk about it than 10th Street with all the data that they're collecting and all the carriers they work with. I mean, these folks are going to shed the light on a lot of things that might be able to give you the edge moving forward.
0: Yeah, and then, I mean, you even got a dean from from, from DAT actually talking about freight. I mean, I, I'd feel like, you know, someone from DAT, I feel like that's about as <laughs> knowing about freight as you can get. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, no, I'd agree on that. And then you got Bobby talking about tactical solutions for common lead gen issues. Oh, I mean, yeah. th- we know Bobby internally. He's the mastermind behind pulling the levers, making all all the magic happen in Disneyland for truckers over here at CDL Life. But uh, to be able to listen to this guy and some of the stuff he's going to be able to share, we've had those conversations. I'm looking forward to seeing others have them and see what he has to offer.
0: Well, it's always his, his perspective is always pretty interesting just because it, you know, coming from like a recruiting background and then coming into this, he came straight from data into trucking and technology into, you know, in, into it. And so his his take on a lot of things is a little bit different, but usually you look back and you say, oh, my God, like, I've never thought of that before. <laughs> I've had, had know, a lot of those I've,
2: conversations with him.
0: I've I've thought about it, but I've never thought about it like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's usually it's usually pretty eye opening. Um,
2: you also got and- Adam Wingfield though; he's talking similar to that. Uh, a lot of carriers that are feeling the pain right now are the smaller ones, and he's talking about retention solutions that big carriers use that small carriers can use as well.
0: Hmm.
2: I mean, that's interesting. Every dollar counts, especially when you're a smaller dog in this fight. So Adam's got some uh, things that you could put in your war chest to take forward out of this, and. Yeah, there's someone that you know coming up after that even uh, about maximizing your lead gen relationships. Hmm. We got Jacob Ridge over there talking about that. How do you leverage those relationships and maximize your marketing dollar spent?
0: Yeah, it's at, the, it's at the same time while you're talking about uh, you're talking, you're giving your little recruiter boot camp. Uh, uh, yeah. I've, I've heard you talk about it. I've, I've heard about it. I have no idea what that actually looks like yeah do you like make people do push-ups and <laughs> the entire and like, the entire time push-ups the entire yeah. it's like, like hours. <laughs> we're, we're gonna
2: start that session with everyone get cool. up let's do some jumping jacks you got to sit there and in the plank position the whole time i'm presenting no uh actually oh, man. how
1: long is that session <laughs> hour
2: oh my god <laughs> no uh honestly five minutes don't yeah. be dramatic <laughs> Uh, honestly, the recruiter boot camp is something it's a service that hot seat services provides for our clients, not only for new recruiters and experienced recruiters, but to bring them all on the same baseline and then expand outwards to make sure that we're maximizing their efforts. It doesn't matter how much money you're spending in market. I mean, it does matter to an extent. Uh, but it's all wasted if you're not doing everything in the recruiting side of the funnel. So we're going to f- focus on those fundamentals. We're going to give some best practices. We're going to teach the benefit of ongoing education and ongoing training and evaluating where that's at. And uh, hopefully put everyone on the same baseline, leaving the summit.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty exciting. We also have you guys uh, doing your uh, Understanding the Driver POV panel. Mm. That should be pretty exciting. Uh, We've got some pretty exciting people uh, that is going to be on that panel. You want to talk about who's going to be on there?
2: Michael Lombard. You got myself and Paul, you got Laura, you got Rob and Tommy from Hanson and Atkins. I mean, everyone on there has been a driver or worked closely with drivers to the point that they're going to be able to offer a perspective.
0: Literally everybody on the entire panel has been a driver
2: except for you,
0: uh, me, Paul.
2: Yeah, I was trying to put it nicely, but okay, we went there. (laughs) Uh, Everyone's been a driver except Paul. Right, um, you know, but,
0: and that's why, that's why I'm just a
2: moderator. Me too. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited about this one, because if you look at the lineup of our panel, we have very diverse opinions, backgrounds in the industry that have originated out of the truck for everyone except Paul. Uh, I mean, I've spent a lot of time in a truck. The closet <laughs> doesn't count.
0: Not driving. I've definitely spent uh-huh. a decent amount of time in a truck, but I've just never driven one. Uh, Because I care about other people that are out there on the road, and I know my limits.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, we respect and appreciate that. Uh, I have trouble driving a car, but this is going to be a fun session. Just and it's meant to address a lot of issues, but also have a lot of fun with the combination of personalities coming to the table.
0: Speaking of having fun with that session, though, um, also it's the return of uh, of uh, Pisper Trucking. There'll be two PISPR videos, I believe, uh, shown at this year's summit. I got to say, not
1: objectively, it's probably some of my favorite we've done so far. Yeah. Uh, last
0: year was pretty good, but, you know. So, yeah, and if you don't know, Josh is, Josh is a huge part of those videos um, as well. So it's pretty exciting to see how those turn out. They're, uh, they're pretty hard-hitting. You know, it's last year I thought we were going to get a lot of laughs. Uh, we got a lot more, uh <laughs>
1: I think uh, it hit home pretty hard on some home. of them.
0: And I, I think these will too, but they're pretty funny at the same time, so it should be good.
1: Now, it is exciting. There, there's a whole bunch, uh, Aside from some of the other sessions, there's a whole bunch of roundtables that will be really good getting to talk to people on a more personal level. I think a lot of people will benefit from that. Something over that breakfast, I, too. Uh, over breakfast. So it's like you got food and you're getting knowledge. That's, that's solid. Yeah, who doesn't
2: want to wake up and talk to me?
1: I'm, I'm not me, but <laughs> that's just me personally. And then something else that I think is uh spot on because we were talking about that old time driver earlier is they've even got a session that's staying up to speed, preparing for Gen Z drivers, which I think is very smart to be ahead of the curve because me and Paul are not Gen Z, but you've got people younger than us that are trying to get into the truck, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, keeping all those people up to speed. So you, you can't treat Gen Z drivers the same as you're treating some of these old school people and, and, Times have changed. I mean, look at Charles. Charles is old, old as hell, you know. (laughs) Mm. Mm. There's an insane amount of speakers. I'm not going to go through every one of them. I know you guys are. There's a lot. And a lot of heavy hitting
2: speakers that are going to offer great. So
1: many sessions, plus, you know, where the parties are going to be, which
2: is always fun. Best parties. Best parties. So let's talk about that. Parties? Yeah, (laughs) boy. The parties (laughs) that are aligned with this event. I mean, you got. Your guys' event that you guys throw every year in Kansas City, that's got the barbecue, uh, great networking opportunity. Immediately following that, you got the hot seat speakeasy where we're going to have some great bourbon lineup. We're going to have a great company. Um, Traditionally, when I've gone to these events, I've walked out with not only some rock-solid relationships – but also nurturing the ones that I've already had in a setting that was promoting some of the best vibes I've come across in any of these.
0: Well, not to mention that it's in what I in a very biased fashion would say is probably one of the greatest cities in the
2: entire world. I knew you were gonna go there. I knew it I, be- it. I saw well, it. Well, I knew cry. I know
0: I know a lot of people are gonna come here. There there are a lot of people are gonna go there. And by there I mean here and they're gonna love it because Kansas City is the it's pretty fun. greatest, largest, small town in the world.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah,
2: I do live in the
0: number one place for millennials to retire. The number one place for millennials to retire.
1: If that doesn't show Charles's age, I don't know what <laughs> I don't think will. that
0: speaks to Chattanooga. I think that just speaks <laughs> to how terrible Florida has gotten.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, these gentlemen cannot agree. On which place they prefer more, but we can all agree that this is going to be a packed yes. uh, event going on. Check it out. It's going to be a good time. Cdllife.com/summit. Uh, and we mentioned it earlier. We got a really good
2: discount code. Uh, hold on, before you release it, you got to do the drum roll. You got to um, do it for this big discount that we're unleashing right. here. You got to do it. When is it, Charles? It is sale three fifty.
0: Sale three fifty. S A L E three five zero.
2: And if you did not know how to sell, spell "sale" for that discount code, you should definitely be at this summit.
0: Most Charles definitely. <laughs> definitely stumbled over his words and said sail instead of "sell." Sale, sale, sail. 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 Sail Like, a, but like a sailboat. This is well, what I expect
2: out of a guy in a misfit <laughs> shirt.
0: That's fair.
1: <laughs> you, if you are excited for Summit, you will see all of us, these two gentlemen, will probably still be bickering back and forth just just, just what they do, and it's hilarious. It's uh, you, you'll though. probably get to see that on stage during one of their sessions, Facts. Uh, August 2nd through the 4th, CDL Live Summit. We're excited for you guys to be there. Um, any parting words, gentlemen?
2: Sale 350, com slash summit. Join us in KC. Looking forward to seeing you there. Thank you for tuning in to Sense Per Mile. I'm your host, Charles Gracie. And
0: I'm your co-host, Paul Gibson. Catch you next time.